We are sitting with Ellen Nichols. This is Wednesday, November 3rd, 1993. No, she's into singing with a microphone. Oh, she uses my microphone. That's the problem. I'm just going to put that there, and hopefully it will sit there. Is that you rattling around here? It's me rattling around. <laughs> we have it just as Oh, well, I'm in the wrong early. spot, aren't I? <laughs> Where are you going? Keep my eye on Judy. That's, That's right. You can look at me. My dirty glasses. Mine are always dirty. I want to be able to get it. Is that going to be all right for you? That's fine. That's fine. Um, I wanted to start um, back, I, I know through the family some of your history, um, there, but, but it's yeah. sketchy. So, <laughs> um, now you grew up in Boston. I did. Um, I in Boston, in West Roxbury. Okay. Um, did you ever uh, come up to Hollis, New Hampshire as a oh, child? Yes. Oh, I did. You I did. did. The first time I ever uh, spent away from my mother, I spent in Hollis, New Hampshire. How old were you? Oh, I suppose I was about eight, let's say. And where were you? Where did you come to visit? Well, I came to the farm that mm -hmm. the Nichols owned on Main Street in Hollis. Now, now that's now Buttonwood Farm? Uh, that's uh, Bobby Hackett's farm. Yeah. Now, are you, you're related, you are? Yes, Alice and I are cousins. That's right, okay. I thought that was, you see, and Mrs. Nichols and Mr. Nichols both knew my grandmother. Well, you did. That's right, that's um, right. Growing up. Well, uh, they lived very near. Right, the, the Monroe's. The Nichols, they? Just over the I think so, something, something. <laughs> something like that, something like that. Um, okay. Um, now, when did you and Mr. Nichols move back to Hollis? Move to Hollis from when did you buy from Needham? From, we, from Needham uh, right? When we were first married, we lived in Needham mm -hmm. and uh, came up to Hollis a good many times. There seemed to be many things. Uh, you see, his uh, his brother died, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and his sister wasn't really able to carry on, and so. Uh, he stepped in and uh, formed the Beaverbrook Association because we didn't seem to need uh, a summer place. Okay. Did you have, had you bought this property at that point? We bought this property later. Later, okay. Yes. Okay, okay. Um, let's get into Beaverbrook a little. Now you went to Wheaton. I did go to Wheaton. Right. Now, where did you go to school before that? I went to Brimmer. It was not Brimmer in May then, it was just Brimmer. So my mother went. To Brimmer. Yep. She did. Yeah. I had a feeling that was it. That's why I asked you that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was some other connection there, yeah, and I, I yes. thought maybe that was it. That was it. So. Yeah. Well, that was, that's interesting. Yeah, she, she what went. What year was she there? Do you know? Let me think. She graduated from Skidmore in 45. Five, so she had to have graduated from Bremer in May in '41. Yes. Well, she now I don't know if it was still in Boston at that point. May not have been. They may have moved out to. Is it Chestnut Hill? I think Hill? so. Yeah. I think probably. Yeah. I think probably. Um, yeah. That's. I see. I told you. I thought there was another connection. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
can you give me some idea? Um, I've talked to your husband a little bit um, about some of this, but I'm just curious to get your input. Um, where or how the decision came to to put the time and the money and the land into an association like Beaverbrook. I yes. mean, it was a very um, unique and still is um, organization, a very unique idea, um, yes. environmentally way ahead of its time. Um, so I'm just I'm just curious. I know Mr. Nichols has been very involved with Roxbury Latin School, so he's very yes. been very involved in education. Um, if that's where the idea came from? Well, I think he started tying in with that, yeah. with being helpful. He felt that uh, a city school like that needed something like this, and I think that he saw it as part of that. When you first um, were putting Beaverbrook together, um, and essentially from what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, it was a summer program for kids from a variety of Boston Not schools. Not a summer program. We always thought of it as a year-round program. Okay. But you had a summer component. Yes, it did. It did uh, have a summer component. Do you remember how many kids you had up here uh, for the summer programs? Well, it's a I small know. group, I think, as I... I would say it was in the 20s. Okay. And they were mostly from the Boston schools. I was wondering if we, did, if we had a... I think we, ran, we had something local, too. Okay. So it was, it was a combination, then. Well, uh, <clears throat> I think that we had the idea for the... Uh, Roxbury Latin age group, secondary school age, but I think that we also felt we should do something for the local group too. Mm -hmm. So do you remember, did you have local kids living over there? No, no, we didn't ever have local kids living there. Okay. Uh, I was trying to think. What form did it take then? Well, uh, when we first started, uh, we had a local boy and a Roxbury Latin boy and uh, a an intern or a, a kind of a official. And they lived, uh, I guess they did, they lived in the barn. Mm -hmm. They lived in the barn at Maple Hill. I guess even the local boy lived there. So that was back in the mid-60s. Yes. I think it was as small as that one. Do you remember who the local boy was? No, I don't have to remember who the local boy I remember what he looked like, but I don't remember his name. It's probably somewhere. We hmm. probably find that. That would be fun yes, to I'm find sure out who it Do you want me to work on that? Sure, if you'd like to. Um, it would be fun to talk to that person hmm. who may still be around. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That would be great. Okay. Um, what was your primary involvement in Beaverbrook during the first part of the years? Food. I know what it has turned into, but food, food, <laughs> food. <laughs> How so? Well, uh, you know, seeing that they were they had a place to sleep and uh, things to eat, that was really what I got into. Did they have like a dormitory over in the barn? 
Well, I suppose it was. They had an area where they slept, yeah. and uh, there was a we put in a kitchen, and mm -hmm. uh, so they they were quite complete. <laughs> Did they do? I any remember them <coughs> inviting us to dinner. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. What did they serve you? Quite impressive. <laughs> I think we had chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Baked, fried, <laughs> boiled. Stewed chicken. Stewed chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was. But it was chicken. That's great. That's great. <clears throat> did they do a lot of their own cooking eventually? Oh, they did. They were all, boys did all their own cooking. Okay. Hey, John. Poor Mrs. Nichols, We're getting it from both angles here. <laughs> um, let's let's talk a little bit about the Maple Hill Gardeners. All right. Which I think is now. Would you say that that's kind enough, of enough? Does it on that? Well, if you got more, if you if you think of if you got any All other right. thoughts, All you right. know, I'm I would love to. Um, All right. You know, talk some more about that. Um, they had you to dinner. But they did most of this. But they did do most of their own cooking. But they did you did. make sure they had food over there to cook? Well, uh, <clears throat> we set up the budget, and we had someone who worked with them. Okay. We had someone who helped them shop. <laughs> Was that that's the an intern you had spoken yes, about? Yes. Okay. Oh, we we set up the. Was that a, was that a teacher? Set up a food system and a system about their their living in general. Okay, now that was the summer program. What about during the year? Um, did you have, you had groups of students coming up here during did, the year? We did. Yeah. The, uh, the Roxbury Latin boys came up. Did they come up for a few days at a time, or would they come up for a day and go back? It's not that far drive. Well, really. uh, I remember them coming up uh, for their winter vacation. Okay. Several of them came up, I think, for their winter vacation and did a project on temperature, I remember, doing that, different areas of Beaverbrook, taking the temperature regularly. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Really very scientific. <laughs> <laughs> did they live in the barn? They lived in the barn, yes. Great. It's kind of cold weather. And then we had, mm -hmm. uh, I've forgotten this, we took part of the little house that's there and built a little L and uh, I don't know, they had three or four beds in, in there. I've forgotten which it was. And uh, the boys slept there. Mm -hmm. Was that warmer than the barn? That was warmer and uh, <laughs> just easier. Yeah. Now this is all... The barn was used <clears throat> also for other things. You know, we were trying to develop a program, so we were trying to have uh, their program so it would run and wouldn't be interfered with. Now, when you say you were trying to develop a program, did you do you mean you were trying to develop some other educational we programs? Other programs for Hollis children. Okay. <clears throat> Was that part of the original thought in terms of Beaverbrook to eventually yeah. branch into um, programs for the for the local children? Oh yes. So yes. that was part of your original yes. thrust. Yes. It wasn't just the um, the Roxbury Latin crew. No. Okay. No. Thought it was, but I had to, I had to ask you. <laughs> have to have you tell me that. <laughs> well, I, I think I think that's so. It came so quickly that I it was almost yeah simultaneous. Part of the original, I'd say. 
So, so within a, the first couple of years. Yes. One, one specific question I have, do you remember what time of year it was that you finally got the charter and set this up? No, I don't, but I remember that <clears throat> we were ready for the summer. Okay, so it may to have, have the children and, and uh, you know to do, uh, to start in, and I think it was part of the original, uh, part of the original charter that this was would be allowed. This kind of a program would be allowed. Okay, it was probably oh, in the spring. I am, boy. That's a lot to oh yeah, no, I we can look that up. I just wanted yes. to help the time. What I'm trying to figure out is is when the charter was abs was actually um, signed, sealed, and delivered. So when the actual anniversary is mm -hmm. in 1994, um, you know whether it was done the first part of the year. The, it sounds like spring. The things were all pulled together by spring, so that yes, you we were could, anxious to have a summer program. You could that get was, into the summer. That was the first thing that we had. Was a really was a summer program. So and it was and it was very small. We had uh, uh, I think we had a Roxbury Latin boy and uh, a local boy mm -hmm. and maybe two local boys. I think that was about it. I think the four or five involved in the beginning. How big did it get? How big did it how, get? How many, what was your, how many, what was your, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Is we, how many I kids think, was your maximum? Yes. Do you remember? I can look that up, but I just off the yes. top of your head a few, um, my, my sense was it stayed around six to ten boys. That it, it, didn't, was didn't it, was, it was small. Didn't get beyond that. It was very small. It was always small. Yeah, for good reason. And, <clears throat> they went down, you see, we used the, uh, uh, camp too. They slept in the camp, down at the campsite. You know where I'm talking about. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Um. It's all right. <laughs> Throw your gray sheets around. <laughs> we had a a uh, boy for, well, he was a teacher from, uh, I think he was from Milton the first year, that came and stayed with the boys and was there, was there all, really. Yeah. <clears throat> but you can look up and see where he did. We did have a, a boy from, a man from, uh, from uh, Milton, a teacher. I remember very early. You could look that up and see sure. what it was. Sure, I'm sure that's in the records. Um, okay. Um, when did you first start to develop the gardening program? Oh, mercy. Was that pretty early? Well, that was when we bought uh, Maple Hill. Okay. And when we bought Maple Hill, I can't remember. I have that, you I have that, that in there. here somewhere. Yeah, I, need, I can find the exact piece of information. But um, Probably. Oh, mercy, that was quite advanced. <laughs> <laughs> data, data. When well, you're looking for that, uh -huh. can I get you to just hold this right right up next to your face for a Like that? Second. Well, yeah, just, just like that. Is that sure. as you want it? <laughs> I hope that's doing something for you. <laughs> 
It's a lovely shot of you, Mrs. Nichols. <laughs> okay, that's great. <laughs> I would say it was Thank around you. 1978, 1979. 1978 or 79. It was being restored during in 1979, Maple Hill. It was. Yeah. Um, now, it may have been purchased before that. I was going to say, I think it was purchased earlier than that. Okay. And I think there was a great deal to be done. Yeah. Because in this article, um, this is for the history of Hollis, which was written in 1979. Um, the buildings are being restored and its grounds adapted to the teaching of several aspects of horticulture by a qualified horticulturalist. The old barn will be used for summer activities in the arts and crafts, so it, at that point still hadn't been done. Yes. But it may have been purchased two years before yeah, that, right. for example, that's or something right. like yeah, that. So it's probably in the late 70s. Yes, yeah, probably was. Okay. And that was purchased from the Colburn. It was. Okay. And that was tricky because uh, they were not supposed to sell it. And uh, because it was educational, why we were able to get it through. Oh, I see. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Hmm. Well, that's nothing but, anyway. It's no, just, no, that's it interesting. Just brings it to mind. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Um, with the acquisition of Maple Hill, then, um, that's when you started to branch out into the, the horticulture. Yes, we did. Um, did you have that in mind when you got Maple Hill? When we got Maple Hill, right. yes. Hall was always very interested in that aspect of things. Now, who was um, who was the director at that point? There was somebody who was very... Um, was it Dick Bacon? Was he... Did, was Dick Bacon involved in... No, not that early. Not that early. Not that early. He came after we really had it uh, set up. Ah, okay. Well, who was responsible for setting it up? Well, Hall really was. Was he? I, I mean, he was the one that had the <clears throat> the idea. I was amazed he, you know, got the the uh, property and he seemed to know what he wanted to do mm -hmm. with it. And because uh, at that time we were working very closely with Roxbury Latin. Right. And uh, we thought that uh, they would be carrying a large share of it. And they did, uh, and uh, just uh, as it happened, the headmaster was very interested in it at that point. That was Mr. Mayo Smith. That was Dick Mayo Smith. And he and his wife, Nancy, <coughs> were both interested and were here quite a bit. Did you draw heavily from the Hollis Garden Club and when you... No, I wouldn't say that we did. Where did you find your volunteers? I, you've got so many volunteers who have been there a long time. Yes. I'm curious about some of those who have been there a long time, how they got involved yeah. in the first place. Well, of course, at first we didn't have Maple Hill. Right. And uh, we were just down at Brown Lane there, working right. along. And, uh, we didn't even have the uh, office building. We really just had the barn, and we were working on that. And uh, we had the uh, little house, and we adapted that to take care of some of the living. And uh, and the director lived there. That's why. Mm -hmm. Now, who was the first director of Beaverbrook? Was that Tudor? Was, was that a Tudor Richards? 
Was he the yes. first director? Yes, he was. Okay. I think he was. So when did he start? Well, he started in 1940. And then Kurt Olson, I think, came along. Did you hire a director immediately when the, when the association was chartered? You remember? Well, we uh, we did try to get one uh, pretty you know, quickly as, soon as we could. Yeah. We didn't ever run it. Think of ourselves as doing that. What did you see yourselves as doing? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we worked a lot on the outside. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> well, we did what had to be done. That was what we did. <clears throat> I wouldn't say they did much, would you, Anne? No. <laughs> <laughs> not very, no. And they still don't do much, right? No, that's right. <laughs> that's not less right. And less. That's for sure. No. <laughs> um, um, I guess well, we got a, a we had a board of trustees. That yep. was the, you see, the, uh, the thing that we got together with the board of trustees. Did you look for a particular um, people from particular fields for your board of trustees? Well, well, we wanted them interested in the uh, in a, this type of program. Right. And also the overall uh, use and development of Beaverbrook. Um, some of your first trustees included Tudor. Yes. That, I'm right about that That's one. That's right. Um, I was trying to think. And of course, Jeff Smith was very important. Yeah, I want to talk about Jeff Smith a little yeah. bit, if that's okay with you. Um, I'd like to kind of go through his career with Beaverbrook because yes. he was obviously a very important component. He was, very, um, very. Now Jeff is a cousin of Hollis. Yes, he is. Okay, he's also your cousin then. No, well, he's on the other, other side, side of the family. Okay. Um, now, did he and your husband grow up together largely? Yes. Okay. Jeff uh, was in Hollis uh, as a boy a great deal. He was always interested in the outdoors and in farming. And of course he went to, uh, they used to call it Amherst Aggie. <laughs> when, Just when University he, of Massachusetts yes, Agricultural yes. School? Okay. Did, um, did Jeff live in Hollis? Jeff moved to Hollis. He was born in, in, bred in, in West Roxbury. Another uh, West Roxbury, I, I love it. Yeah, and came up here summers, always came up here summers. Now, did he also come up to the farm? Or did well, they have another as, as a boy, uh, the, the, he lived in the what we call a pool house where Bobby Hackett lives now. Okay. And that had three sections to it. And uh, there were three sisters, uh, well, four sisters really, but Hollis's, sister, Hollis's brother was out of it. But uh, it was uh, Mrs. Hackett, who was the senior one, and then uh, her sisters, Miss Poole, Caroline Poole, and uh, 
Susan Smith. And there were, the house was divided into the three sections. Oh, no kidding. And each one had a section. This is the one in Yeah, this is Buttonwood Farm. Yeah, oh, this okay. is what? Is this Buttonwood Farm? No, the, I'm talking about uh, the uh, pool house now. Okay. You know, across okay. from the post office, uh, the old post office. Which is to the right, right of the Right on Main school. Street, okay. where, where uh, Bobby Hackett lives now. Okay. Okay. And that has a, really three sections to it. Okay. That's interesting. So that's an interesting little piece of architectural history of all of Okay. Now, Jeff, um, did Jeff do any farming after he graduated from oh, yes. UMass? Oh, yes. Uh, he had the, uh, he farmed for the Nichols, I think, really, okay. originally. And then uh, he lived across the street here and had a farm there. And, uh, well, I guess. Right by, yeah, over here. He lived there, and uh, he and Mary had a raised their children and had a farm there. Now, who were his children? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Shirley Cohen? Shirley Cohen. Shirley Cohen. Shirley Cohen. Oh, okay, I thought so. And then she had a sister. And then there was a, a boy, okay. Dick. I'm trying to think. Connie. Connie was uh, Shirley's sister. Now, um, Jeff was instrumental in the early years of Beaverbrook. Oh, very. Um, he was the presence. The presence. Mm. Can you give me some idea of why he was so vital to the organization? I mean, I yes. have some idea myself, but, you know, you tell me why, why he was particularly an important member of this group. Well, he worked all the time. <laughs> he worked all the time. <laughs> and, uh, uh, he was instrumental in, was he, what was his kind of focus? Well, of course, he was uh, brought up uh, in agriculture, yeah. but he always uh, had a natural uh, pull toward uh, conservation and, and uh, what else would I say? No, that's, that's mm. fine. Yes. I, I think that explains it. Yes. Um, he was instrumental in, 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 I may be wrong about this, that's why I, I, want, I want to ask you, um, did he help with some of the original trails and oh, help to yes, set up did. some of the land purchases? Um, we had a board, a small board, and uh, we met often, and uh, a great deal of it was land purchase. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I have an idea that it was something like 85 different. Uh, this I'll check to get that right because it would be interesting. How many different, different deals right. there were to tie it all together? Yeah. yeah Wouldn't it? Would, would that I think sense? that'd be very interesting. So Jeff did a lot of work on that. He did a great deal of work on yeah. that, and he was very good. Did he have to? That. Someone had to go out and survey, I would assume, or at least he he, he didn't know how to survey. Okay. But he knew the land. Hmm. 
he had uh, farmed some of it, and then he got more and more into the forestry. He was yeah. very, very interested in that. That came as part of his farming as, as he expanded. He got into uh, cutting the trees and, and which trees he would conserve and so forth. Would you say he was primarily into um, into the in forest management? I don't want to say wildlife management, but but more the dealing with. Yes, he was more into forestry. Forestry, I would say yes. Okay. Would you say that was pretty much? What would you say his biggest legacy to Beaverbrook was? I mean, he filled a lot of roles. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> you know. Um, I think it may be hard to just pick one that was more important than the others, because he, he was certainly very... Because uh... Uh, Jeff was so good with people. Yeah. And uh, he loved young people and was very successful in working with them. Now, did he, t did he do any, teach any courses? Well, no, not as courses. It just... was all very informal. <laughs> <laughs> You just would run into him and yes. he would talk. Yes, and the boys went out with him all the time, and and uh, he, when it was right, he told them what it was. But I, he didn't have a lecture to them or anything like that. Yeah, it was a very informal but very effective kind of education. Yeah, I think you tend to remember things that you hear from him. And I remember on the few short walks I had, yeah, he alluded them to things you could remember, the you know, reasons you could remember them. Yeah, good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can you think of anything else about Jeff? Did you ever know him? Did you ever meet him? I've met him a couple of times, but I didn't yeah. know him well. No, and because he, he was much older then. Yeah, um, I, I did talk to him a couple of times, but I yes. didn't. I didn't know him that well, so I, you know, I know he was very important part of, of yes, the association. Yes, um, You know, and for for obvious reasons. But reason. a very uh, informal, natural kind of a person. Okay. Now I, now, I do want to talk about the Maple Hill Gardeners. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we keep going back to this one. I, I, ought to be on, I ought to be better on this. We'll see. You're doing fine. You're doing okay. great. This is exactly the sort of chat I wanted to have it with is? you, though. Yes, yeah. it is. I, I don't need facts and figures and all of that. I can dig that up all elsewhere. Right. That's all not right. what I'm interested in. I'm, I'm more interested in just the flavor of, yeah. you know, what all some right. of your problems Good. were. You encourage me. No, no, you're doing great. Um, which actually brings up that point. Um, what were some of your bigger problems in the beginning? Did you have any? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, they <that> continuous. <laughs> it sounds like you had it all under control, largely. No. No. No, we really didn't have it, have it under control. All right, what did you and have to anyway, tinker with? What did we have to what? Tinker with. <laughs> Other than well, food I for the boys. a lot with the food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the bedding and that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, I was involved in that. And that was what, what I did. <clears throat> but uh, Hall was, you know, and, uh, although I sat with him on the trustees, uh, 
there were lots of problems, you know, lots of things to work out when you're starting up from oh, yeah. pressure on something like this, as you can well, understand. Well, think of, think of it in terms of if someone else wanted to set up a program like this. Now, without getting into the financial problems, yes. okay, we won't deal with that, but, but, um, but just technically, um, some of the things that you ran into that you wouldn't do again. <laughs> we wouldn't do again. <laughs> um, and you know, and I and I understand the financial situation. You know, yes. and I'm I'm trying to stay a little bit away from all of that. Yes, um, well, that's good. But just, um, um, but technically, um, and operationally and administratively, I guess is a better way to put it. Um, you know, did you have problems um, with any of that? And and you know, was there anything you you would have done differently. <laughs> Maybe not. Well, uh, of course, it depends on the people. Yeah. And uh, if you, uh, your uh, leaders, if you could uh, mm -hmm. be sure of them, and then uh, the boys that we got, there were different problems with them. What kind of problems did you have with the boys? Well, we tried to have boys from. Uh, uh, the, Hollis and Roxbury Latin and I've forgotten where the third boy originally came from. I think he perhaps was another local boy. Mm -hmm. And uh, to work it together. And, and you had problems with that? Well, you had, uh, we were uh, trying to figure out really uh, what we wanted to do and what was most effective to do with the boys and what they liked. Yeah. What they liked to do. Did you try to do some things that didn't work? <laughs> I'm sure we did. But we were very fortunate to have uh, Jeff here, mm -hmm. you know, right on the land all the time. And uh, all the boys liked Jeff. And. Uh, at least I think they did. <laughs> I'm sure they did. I yeah. can't imagine anyone not liking Jeff. Yeah, yeah. And he was a, you know, he was a natural leader, really. Yeah. 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 I can understand. Okay. Okay. Um, what were some of the first things you did with the with Maple Hill in terms of the horticultural? I mean, obviously, you must have laid out some now gardens. Back, now we'll get back to the... I'll keep going off when, I, when you say something. I think of tangents. So. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. Well, we had to decide our area, you know, yeah. what, what, we, what we would use. And uh, we took the old, uh, pretty much uh, the old garden that the uh, uh, Cobans had. Yeah and uh, followed some of that, and uh, they took the area from that. Okay. Did you have in mind a goal when you started this? I, I know you said Hollis had a, Mr. Nichols had a... Um, Hollis, that's right. Is that all right? Yes. All right. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, he pretty much went in there knowing, having a sense of what he wanted to do with that area, or with the Maple Hill Farm. Um, who kind of took the lead on the horticulture? Well, who I was trying to think in? when uh, Dick Bacon came into it, 
I think it really began to be a horticultural program mm -hmm. uh, when he came into it. Would you say that was right? I mean, he was here before I was, but I think he that, was. Yes, by a year or two. We mm -hmm. moved in '84. He must have well, come. He was. Well, so that years was years before '80. Would that be right? Hello. We can look that up yeah, again. That's yeah, not yeah. a big problem. Yeah. But he he kind of was the one who who stepped into that role as as organizer of of a program. Jeff? Yeah, no, uh, Dick Bacon. Oh, Dick Bacon. Well, he was a bit quite a bit later for that. Okay. Okay. And so because when he came, uh, we knew we wanted someone who could develop a horticultural program. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, so what he was to do was quite definite. But uh, I would say, yeah, yeah. So that was later. Okay. Okay. Um, why a horticultural program to begin with? Did you um, have some sense there was there was enough interest in the community to do that? Was there a scientific reason? Was there an educational reason? Yes. Well, uh, Hall had a feeling it was needed and would be welcomed. Yeah, I think he was right. Yes. <laughs> And, uh, yes, I would say that that was so. We'd had the opportunity uh, with the other property that we had to do the forestry. Yeah. Okay. That kind of thing. Okay. Um, when did when did Beaverbrook start to get into herb gardens? Did that go along with it, or was that later? Did that well, go along with the horticultural... That came as we developed the uh, Maple Hill property there, mm -hmm. and uh, when we got Dick Bacon, I think it took uh, a turn in that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. So he was he was interested in that, and uh, he came. He uh, he got divorced at, just as he was taking on his Beaverbrook property. And I can remember looking in his beach wagon, and he was just filled with herb plants. <laughs> <laughs> he got the herbs, huh? <laughs> and I guess his wife wasn't interested yeah. in that. So he brought all these herbs with him. Oh, that's great. And uh, well, it's great for them, Beaverbrook. <laughs> yeah, and some of them he took up, you know, where he was living up where. Uh, uh, oh, I can't think of his name. You know, who lives in the property. Yeah. John Spear lives in You mean in the cottage? I'm sorry. In the cottage? Yes. yes. Where John Spear lives now? Yes, where yeah. John lives. Yes. Yeah. 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 And Dick lived there, and, mm -hmm. and he brought a lot of his herbs there. And had yeah. a very attractive uh, garden that he developed there. He had quite a sense of design, mm -hmm. uh, a garden plan, and uh, he was the one that really. Uh, did a lot of uh, laying it, uh, out at, uh, at Beaverbrook. Mm -hmm. We did have a, a, a consultant come, a landscape uh, consultant come, and uh, talk with us. And also, uh, mm -hmm. Dick, did, Dick did a great deal of it. Okay. Um. You you became you were very involved in all of that. 
Well, yes, you were. I was interested in it. I was very interested in it, shall we say. How many volunteers, um, there are a lot of volunteers in the horticultural group now. Yes, there are. Um, did you start off with a lot of enthusiasm from a lot of people, or is that built up over the years? Well, it was built up. It yeah. really was built up. We had to have something to attract them. Sure. And we had to have some kind of a program going and know what we wanted. And we realized we had to have leadership. We had to have someone who knew. Yep. Kurt Olson was first with us, but he was in no sense a, a landscape person no. interested in that. He was a, a forester. Yeah. And uh, then when we got Dick, uh, when Dick Bacon came, uh, he was definitely a horticulturalist. Yeah. Do you ever ha did you ever have any big disasters with plants? <laughs> <laughs> She's not going to tell me. Well, I really don't remember any great uh, disasters. Uh, Dick was a, a, a very good uh, horticulturalist, and uh, I'm sure he had disasters. <laughs> but That's we always one of those questions. Yeah, <laughs> but we didn't know what they were. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was an immediate interest and support from mm -hmm. uh, the women, wouldn't you? This yes. was a little, Not, well, a little I, before your coming, I guess. Is that right? Right, but I was in on the tail end of it, and yeah. I think it was he was a great inspiration for people yeah. and a great source of knowledge. But yeah. the women always loved it and, and uh, were very good <laughs> in what they did, enter, entering in. We had a wonderful time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you must have, because it, it has done, done nothing but build and grow. Yeah. And, you know, in order to do that, you need enthusiasm. Dick uh, Bacon uh, formalized it a little bit more. What were some of the first, did you offer courses off the bat? What, what did the program consist of, first of all? <laughs> well, really, I don't know. <laughs> well, it was an opportunity to uh, work in the gardens. To work in the gardens. Yes. Okay. And there are some very good gardeners, wouldn't you oh, say? Very. I learned a tremendous amount from, from all of them. When did, um, when did you start to have courses, though? Was that pretty early on, or was it a little more into the pro into the, the program? Mm. Well, we developed the gardens first, and yeah. then uh, we had, I think, then the courses came along. Yeah. What would you say have been your most successful courses, ones that attracted the I most interest? I don't think of it so much as courses. Well, programs, yeah. then. Events? Um, Workshops? Well, workshops. we'd set, we'd set up uh, the date that we'd start working in the garden, we okay. March 21st or whatever the date was, mm. say, just mm -hmm. for fun. Uh, and we'd come and do what there was to do. And there was plenty, <laughs> as you can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. And I think that, uh, uh, particularly in the very early part, the women had a lot to say about, you know, what we did. 
Well, they and, were doing the work, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and they said, well, I don't do that kind of thing. I, I like this. I'd like to work on this wall. I'd like to do something. You know, they'd say what they wanted to do. Did uh, you draw straws to see who did the weeding? <laughs> <laughs> we never talked much about weeding. Never talked about weeding. <laughs> <laughs> but when Dick came and uh, really uh, lined it up, mm -hmm. it began to come. Yeah. How many people are there now, um, would you say, in that group? I haven't been a part 20? of Twenty? Probably twenty. That's a lot of people. I think in they've the got 20s, a lot of I'd new say in the twenties. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. That's great. I have I have the list upstairs. I could get that for you very easily. That's okay. Um, okay I, I basically, um, oh, I wanted to talk to you about the horticultural library too. You were very. You've been very involved in that. Yes, um, I have always been very involved in that. Um, and I'd, li I'd like some idea from you as to how that evolved. Um, did someone donate well, some books? You just saw building. You had the building. It sounded like a good place to do it. <laughs> yeah, it just seemed to be a natural. And uh, so uh, we started. We started in there with a horticultural library. Okay. That. But I must say that we worked hard. Kay Gregg has been wonderful mm -hmm. uh, on that. Uh, I don't know that we've been awfully successful. Why not? Well, uh, I think that the women in Hollis have their own books. Do you think that would be true? It's probably fair to say. Mm -hmm. Is yeah. it a lending mm -hmm. library? Mm -hmm. Is it a lending mm -hmm. library? Yes, mm -hmm. a lending library. And uh, we had it open a day a week, and and uh, there was no, there never was any problem getting people to work in the library. They liked it, mm. but uh, I I don't think it was used very much. Mm. So that was the way it went. Okay. Can you think of anything I'm missing, yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Graham? Just jumped in here. Um, most of the other questions I have here that I, I sort of jotted down this morning are just kind of general ones. Um, if you think of something I've missed, I would be more than happy to have you jump in and say, wait, I want to tell you about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if I could think. Are you doing great. great. You're doing great. <laughs> this is wonderful. I, I, I hope we're not tiring you out. No, no. Okay. Well, if tired. you are, you it's say It's fun something. to think about it, but it, uh, you know, these things you work so hard on and uh, are so involved in how they fade off, you know, you get on to the next problem. Well, I think that's true, mm -hmm. though. You refocus. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. you know. And, and I used to do that in school else. a lot. Just have to, you know, <laughs> take care of. And yeah. So you do. That, that's why I have to yeah. write everything down. <laughs> <laughs> you see. laugh. You should no, see I my calendar. Great. It's great. <laughs> that's it's the great. only way I can function. <laughs> uh -huh.
Um, thinking back, obviously we're coming up on 30 years. That's three decades, you know, that you've been involved. It's quite in this. impressive. It's, it's very impressive. Um, first of all, do you know of any other organizations in the state that are similar to this? Because I don't. She's not going to drop that on your no, mind. <laughs> sure. Changing the lighting. <laughs> I really don't. No, see, I didn't either. I wondered if, you know, in your history of involvement, if you had come across any other local organizations like this that, that have spent so much time in the community. See, where did we visit last, where did they visit last year? Did they visit some? I didn't I, know. I didn't, I haven't been aware haven't been. of the trips lately. I'll ask Nancy Mitchell. Yeah, she and Liz would know. Yeah. But we have tried to know what was going on, uh, you know, in the state. And yeah. Visit other groups. And, but I can't <laughs> what we did. <laughs> no problem. Um, the children's educational program has really been a very strong part of very. Of, of the association. Um, you know, particularly I would say that I am guessing the last ten years anyway. Um, obviously oh, more than that. From the beginning. From I'd the say. beginning. Yes. Okay. Um, and that, the local part of that has grown considerably. Yes. Did that all start, did, did the children's, the local children's programs begin to, to, to gain momentum as kind of the, the Roxbury Latin um, tie tapered off? Did, did you see that sort of happening or was it? It did. It yeah. Became, it, I would say that it became more active. So, and uh, we, of course we worked through the school. Right. And uh, the uh, headmaster, what do we call him? Principal. 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 <laughs> Same day. Uh, it depended a little bit on who, well, it glad on what his interest was and what his focus was. Right, right. Um, but you, you were welcomed, I assume, with, wel with open arms by the schools here. They were always very cordial to us. They used it uh, not uh, entirely for gardening. It was, yeah. you know, for the forestry right. and walks and that kind of thing. And we tried to cooperate with them. I think you did a wonderful job. Well, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, um, every uh, year is different. That's true. We've had some very good teachers in the college schools, and I think that uh, at the end of it's a good deal. Your, your thrust has been the elementary school age. I mean, that's where most of the yes, programs seem right. to be. Um, is, was there some reason for that, or is that where you found the most interest? Well, uh, the schedule gets very busy. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd go away, you where you can. Yep. When you first uh, developed the, uh, the format for, for Beaverbrook back in 64, did you ever foresee that it would have evolved into what it has now, which is, which is a very important part of the community um, in terms of... Uh, you think it is? I think it is. <laughs> Don't you? Oh, absolutely. You know, educationally, yeah. um, environmentally. environmentally. Well, we hoped. You know, yeah. we, we hoped that it really would be something, but uh, it was just a hope.
Um, what part of the, the whole association have you enjoyed working with the most? <laughs> I've enjoyed it all. I really have. What I a really diplomat. <laughs> well, I really have. You know, it's been a very interesting, wonderful thing to be part of. Because uh, I like people, and I uh, enjoyed that part of it. The yeah. Different people that were involved. I haven't been, uh, and I don't know that Beaverbrook itself has been that involved with the schools. I think they've done their own thing a little bit. Mm -hmm. The schools or Beaverbrook? The schools. Schools. You know, they knew what they wanted, but, you know, what the teacher could teach and what she was interested in. Yeah. And so they've, uh, you know, sort of had their own way on that, which is fine. That's They can do what they can do, and they really have to do it that way. Mm. Yeah. We do some, but we do what we can. Sure. But, uh... What do you see? We've got a new decade coming up for Beaver Brothers. Yes. <laughs> Happy decade. <laughs> Happy decade. <laughs> You know, having been through three decades of this, what, what, you know, in looking ahead, what do you see as, as probably the most important focus that be, or the most important thing that Beaverbrook needs to focus on for the next 10 years? I know that's a real general mm -hmm. question, but, um, you know, I guess where do you see Beaverbrook going in the next 10 years? Where would you like to see Beaverbrook heading in the next 10 years or focusing? Should they continue to do what they're doing? Um, yes, I, I would. I'd like to, uh, and uh, doing what they're doing. Well, you hate to say better. <laughs> well, there's all you know. We're all human, right? Yeah, yeah. we're all human. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, I hope that uh, they will see more opportunities. I'm encouraged with the new uh, principal. We say that. Mm -hmm. I think that he's going to be good. I don't know. I haven't met him, but I just liked what I read, and mm. I think he mm. might understand it. Do you think that's so? I, I, from what I hear, that's. Yeah. I think that's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, I'm hopeful because it, you know, makes an awful lot of difference who the principal is, mm -hmm. <laughs> and if they have any interest, or, or, or if they, you know, just don't, mm -hmm. but which is understandable mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. A lot of things that they have to do. What would you say at this point that Beaverbrook's most lasting legacy to the town of Hollis oh, is? Yes. <laughs> I know that's it, but again, I need you to, you know, just get it together. No, it's, it's, a, it's. I guess, you know, what do you feel has been its, its. Uh, well, it's, well, I think it's given the children an opportunity to work in a program. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's so? Yeah. Oh, I think so. Yeah, it's, it's so unique. Yeah, that <laughs> can't help but open the eyes of young individuals. Because I get such a kick out of going up there and seeing those children up there with the teacher, the teacher telling them, you know, walking around. You <laughs> can't really can't believe it. <laughs> but of course, we have done a lot of work, or in the past, I'd say, with the secondary uh, education, yeah, uh, where we had the summer programs and that kind of thing. We really did a lot on that. And I think that's a great area. 
So do you think maybe that that's, a, that's an area that could be explored more in the future? Yes, I do. Okay. Developed. Developed. Better for it. Definitely. Okay. Now, I just wanted your thoughts on, you know, where, where you'd like to see things heading in the next 10 years. I mean, I guess it's like a, you know, New Year's Eve where you sit down and you say, all right, what are we going to do next year? <laughs> I don't you have to do it that way. Um, it depends so much on who the people are yeah. and uh, what their uh, training and background and interest is. And you work with what you have each year. And each year is very different <laughs> yeah. because of that. Um, now, I know the, the trustees are, are in the process of negotiating with Mr. Burns and Milford for some property. Um, yes. And this will be the first time that Beaverbrook will have, I mean, if this all works and goes through, that Beaverbrook will have property outside of Hollis and Brookline. Yeah. Um, I think we did have uh, property south in Massachusetts. In Pepperell? Pepperell, I think we Pepperell? did. Yeah. Okay. So that's not a, a new, newly. Um, you know, do you do you see Beaverbrook growing like that into all these different towns? Um, do you think this is that would be uh, my concept? Okay. Uh, but uh, I think if we did what we can do well in this <coughs> area, we'd yep. be doing very well. But if it grows in that way, that's fine too. I yeah, no, no, I, I understand what you're saying. Are you? No, I'm with you. I understand what you're saying. I don't mean to be negative about that. No, no, no. I understand what you're saying, though. Yes. Um, you know. Okay. Can you think of anything else that I haven't covered? <laughs> Probably a million things, right? <laughs> How about you? You too. Yeah, what about it? What, what should we have in here? I think it's been a very good uh, place to hear you. Uh, right. I, I kind of... Well, I'm sure I've missed there. something. That's well, what as you put it together, you'll probably see a hole. I will. Mm. And, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> call me up. If you don't mind, that would well, be wonderful. I will. And come back if you want to. When do you? What do you want to do with this? Well, what we're what we're interested in doing, both of us, um, is since this coming year is the 30th anniversary of the association, um, we would like to put together a story. Um, preferably for Yankee Magazine. We'll see what oh, happens. Oh, that would be great. Um, on Beaverbrook coming of age at 30 or whatever. I'm, you know, play with that. Um, <laughs> that was off the top of my head. Um, and Anne is obviously going to do the photography. Um, she's already done a lot of, taking a lot of pictures this summer out at Maple Hill. And, um, so that's our objective. Um, we thought it would be a good year to do it. Um, we both like doing this. Beaverbrook we're both interested in. Um, and that's why we're harassing you and today. And I think you've got a wonderful magazine, uh, you know, uh, to work toward, don't you? I think so. I think I mean, it's the kind of story they like. Mm. I think mm. so. I think it should be. And um, you know, we're we're going to send them, start sending letters next week, and see what sort of places are interested. And then, depending on that well, and what angle they want, then very interesting stage, isn't it? Yeah, it's mm. fun. It's fun. So we're we're both trying to get back into our professions here, <laughs> among our three children apiece. <laughs> I, think do, I think you're doing great. So we, of course, we're going to have this all wrapped up by last summer, but neither of us had time all summer to do anything. So no, you don't. Some of us something yeah, they are. They really are. So that's why we're we're kind of um, doing it this fall. Um, 
but that's our intent, and we thought, you know, this coming year would be a nice year to do this. Um, I think it'd be great. And, and what we'd great. like to do, whether we, I, I know we had talked about this generally, um, is maybe put something together for Beaverbrook um, from what we're, the information mm -hmm. we're getting mm -hmm. and the pictures Anne's taken um, to have. So, great. Great. Um, you know, from all of this. Um, hopefully we'll come up with something readable. And I know we'll have good pictures. Yeah, so. <laughs> Well, I just yeah. think it's a, oh, it's a fun project for us. Fun yeah, project. I think it makes exactly. it yeah, it's a good project. Yeah. It's yeah. an interest to both of us. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know. Well, we've only skimmed the, I know. the mm. uh, surface mm. here, but uh, as you get into it and, and write it up, I think you'll find areas where I will need a little more. I will. Um, and you'll be thinking, too, if you think of any other interesting stories. Uh, Mr. Nichols was telling me about how he, um, about the Colburn, the Colburn estate and you know, the, the arrangements that were made, and then Mrs. Colburn got swindled out of her money, and um, so that, yes. the, you know. Yes. But any sort of interesting stories like that, I mean, um, I was reading, let me ask you this. Um, this seemed, and I wasn't sure who to talk to, but find it here. That when, here we are. What is this? This is actually um, a copy of an article on Beaver Brook that was put into the History of Hollis, and it was written in 1979, according to Liz. Mm -hmm. um, it, again, it's just some background information. Um, and this said that um, Henry Hildreth helped a lot with um, surveying and establishing boundaries on the lands yeah, that were purchased. Yeah. Um, and then it with goes Jeff. With, with Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. And then we said, when farmers abandoned their New Hampshire farms, and some of them joined the westward movement and the gold rush, from this search, incredible land values were realized for the association. Lost land found for surprised residents of Hollis, and stories of human and historical interest revealed. I would like to find out what those are. <laughs> mm -hmm. It would be nice. Um, and I want, I, I want to we go just over. add one, it would be nice. Yeah, no, yeah. I think that would be neat. Yeah. Um, so I want to go over and plow through the records at, over there at Beaverbrook yeah. and see if, mm -hmm. see if there's mm -hmm. anything Liz has got over there. Mm -hmm. um, but if not, um, I'm going to talk to, well, Mr. Nichols may have some clue on this. Is Henry Hilder still alive? No. I don't no. Know. His uh, wife is alive, and she knew a lot about That's, it. Is that Hilda? Hilda. Hilda. Hilda? Hilda? Yeah, Hilda. Okay. Okay. Because okay. that one I want to pursue. Um, I don't know how much. And then I'd like to talk. Remembers of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There may must be records somewhere. Yeah. Maybe Mr. Nichols has them. He said he has a lot of old records down in the barn. I'm sure he does. You know. So that was that would be my <laughs> bother him again. Um, but I think that would be kind of interesting. Maybe some interesting stories mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. That sort of thing, you know, something unique. It's it's a very unique organization, and I think we're we're going to focus on that. Um, uniquely set up, uniquely run. It's turned into something very different. Or it has evolved into something very different from what it originally that's right. was. That's right. Um, and I think that's very interesting. Um, you know, it's become more of a community organization than you know a school for boys. Yes. Um, so Roxbury Loud and Falling Out, as it has, has made quite a difference because we had to compensate. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you did. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's done a lot of good for, for both, I know, Hollis and, and I also say Brookline. I mean, Brookline has also benefited very much good. From, good. from Beaver Brook. Mm -hmm. um, 
we need to rev up some more enthusiasm over there, but <laughs> well, there are some I'll of keep, us. <laughs> I'll keep thinking. Well, if you think of anything, just yeah. jot it down. And, yeah. You know, I will be back to you yes. with some All other right. questions, That's I'm good. sure. That, that would be great. Um, this is not too easy to do. No. Well, I hope it hasn't been hard for you. No, no, but I mean for you. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. I like this. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. This is fun. It really is fun. Um, you feel this way too? I do. I do. <laughs> I may have to come back. <laughs> We're both having a great time. Do you, want, do you want us to move, Mrs. Do you want to try somewhere else? Or I might also? just try somewhere else just for a... Yeah. Can we walk you through your house and find some sunlight? Anyway. And <laughs> Let me just get another roll.